Hi, I'm Donna Libra. Welcome to Daily Adventure Tales, the podcast about daily adventures for everyday people with your adventure host, Lori Weaver. Thanks, that was really awesome. And you were saying that you think that everybody needs some new adventures. Yes, change is good. Change is good for the heart, soul, and your health. All right. Well, thanks so much for doing our opening, and stay tuned for more stories about Thanksgiving and hiking. Daily Adventure Tales, Episode 11. Hey, you Thanksgiving adventurers. Thanks so much for spending part of your holiday here with us. Today, I'm going to combine three of my favorite holiday traditions for Thanksgiving, namely food, family, and hiking. Yep, hiking is one of my all-time favorite holiday traditions, partially because we live near these beautiful foothills and I can go hiking with my friends and it's just fun and good to burn off some of those calories either before or after the dinner. It's just something that I tend to do on a holiday. So I went up to Duke Mansion Wilderness Park and I got over my fear of asking people to tell me their stories and got a few for you. So stay tuned for that. Also, the wonderful Mark, my hubby, who is the turkey cook in our family, gives you his turkey tips. And we end up with a Skype call I made with mom a few days ago where she gives us a delightful rendition of Night of Thanksgiving Home, along with some of her mom-like advice. Then our music this week is going to be the American traditional Turkey in the Straw by a group of friends from Liverpool called Shake That Little Foot. Now, they're a fun bunch of guys. They just like to play music, and they didn't even have a name till years ago when they decided to put some of their music online. So if you come to our show notes this week, it's at dailyadventuretales.com slash thanksgivinghike. You can find out more about Dugmachen with trail maps and links to places about that park, about the group, Shake That Little Foot, and more surprises. Come by, post, say happy Thanksgiving. I'm really glad that you came by. So you do this all the time? Yeah, yeah, it's a weekly podcast and we do different things and people also like say, say you wanted to do this again or have some other of your family send me a Thanksgiving story. Uh-huh. Like if you go to my website, dailyadventuretales.com, okay. there's a button on there, it says send voicemail. And so from your smartphone or if you have a compu- if you have a mic on your computer, you can send me voicemail right then and there to include in the podcast. But I'll let you get going. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping to talk to me. The first person I met and the first story I got was what I call my mystery man. You'll find out more about that later. But right now, let's hear Donna's story. What's your name? Donna Libra. Hi, Donna. And I see that you have a companion here. Could you tell me, is it him or her? It's a her. She's Bailey. She's going to be two years old on November 22nd. And Bailey's a beautiful puppy dog, two years old. What breed is she? She's half lab, but we don't know what the other half is. <laughs> she was a rescue. We rescued her in Holbrook, Arizona. Oh, that's really awesome. Did you go to a regular rescue place, or did you just find her there? We, we saw on PetFinder.com an elderly lady that uh, rescues, out of the kindness of her heart, animals, and we wanted to donate to her monies to adopt her. 
That is fantastic. See, this is perfect for my Thanksgiving episode. So what are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving this year? We're going to my best friend's house, who I call my sister, and uh, with her family and friends and cousins, and uh, be thankful for all our friends and life and good health. Are you having to cook very much of this dinner? No. <laughs> I am thankful for that. You know, I have never cooked Thanksgiving dinner. When I got married, my wonderful Mark promised me that he would cook Thanksgiving dinner every year, and he does. That, that's really nice. My other half, he cooks. He's a great cook. He's Italian. He cooks wonderful. Yeah, Mark is a wonderful turkey cook. That's why I don't even bother because he does it so well that it's like, all right, you want to do it? I'm really pleased. So we're here at Duke Majin today for hiking. How far are you going to be hiking today with Bailey? We're going to probably do a couple miles around. I love that oak tree. I sit there and say my prayers every day when I come up here. And it's just a wonderful morning, beautiful morning. And we just thank God for, for all this beautiful country that we live in. Uh, well, thank you so much. I'm not going to keep you from going on your hike, but thanks so much for talking to me. Thank you, and you have a blessed Thanksgiving, too. Hi, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. Lori wanted me to just talk about our traditions at Thanksgiving. And tradition number one is I cook the turkey. That's because that's a trick of my wife's. Basically, if I want a turkey... I have to cook it. And that's because her little trick, she found out that if I'm in the house cooking the turkey, I can't be outside drinking beer with the guys. And everybody seems to benefit from that. The other thing we do for Thanksgiving is we cook the turkey. I use the high temp method because I like that recipe the best. I've tried recipes over the years and all of them are pretty good. So I just use the high temp one because it cooks the turkey fast, two and a half hours, and seals in the juices. It's nice and tender. You do have to skip putting the stuffing in it, but I do the stuffing on the side and I, I get very experimental. But I do. I actually take one pan and make traditional stuffing to be on the safe side, and I take another pan and I use it for the experimental stuff. And I put all kinds of stuff in there. I put in artichokes, mushrooms, turkey sausage, fresh herbs, anything that I, you know, uh, water chestnuts, anything I can think of. And, um... Every year, it turns out pretty good. It's, uh, you know, you never know what, what you're going to do. It's kind of potluck with that one. Now, the other family tradition we have is, basically, as we were kids, we'd always fight for the olives. Now, we'd fight for them, and then we'd stick them on our little fingers, like little boxing gloves, and then we'd eat them off our fingers. Well, nowadays, we still fight for the olives, and we eat them off our fingers oh well uh, that's that's our traditional thanksgiving right now i'm sitting halfway up duke machen on the hiking trail where some kind soul has put a very nice bench and this is a place i often come to think look at the view and one of the places i like to come in california to do my podcasting because it lets me just kind of relax, 
breathe, think about nature. And also, I don't have as much reverberation as I do in my house, which has tile floors. So as I'm learning about podcasting, I'm learning a lot of new things. And one of which is tile floors suck for sound. It gives me a lot of things to try to clean up. And as I get better at learning audio software, I am making a little bit better sound, but I'm not quite there yet. So usually I find with my trusty Roland RO5 field recorder, I get pretty good sound up here at Dumajan. Now, I was thinking about what can I do for the upcoming Thanksgiving episode, because as you know, if you're making a TV show or a podcast, you don't get up that morning of Thanksgiving, do your recordings, edit it, and throw it online. Well, maybe you do, but I can't do that. It takes me some time to get my shows together. And it brought me back to, for many, many years... My work friend, Marie, we met at work, but we became close friends and traveled a lot together and did a lot of things. Well, she was separate from her family. Most of her family was back east, and she was here in California working. And so many holidays, she was here in California and alone. So she would come over to Mark and Mai's house since my family's in Washington and we don't have kids. So we kind of made a good holiday trio. She would come over. Mark would cook the Thanksgiving dinner. Thank you, Mark. I'm thankful for that. He's cooked every Thanksgiving dinner from the entire time we've been married. But Marie and I would usually say to ourselves, let's go do a good hike before dinner so that we can afford the calories for that pumpkin pie and all the good food that Mark is going to make for us. So for many, many years, that was our tradition. As Marie would come over, we would go hiking. Mark would cook the dinner, we'd have our dinner, and then we would watch a Christmas movie and open the Christmas season. So, Marie, if you're out there, I really miss you. I think I might try to to find out if you'd like to Skype with me. Maybe I could get a little bit of your thoughts about our, our Thanksgiving hike. But if not, and you hear this, I'm thinking of you. So I came up here, and one of the things that isn't too fun for me as yet is going up to total strangers and saying, hey, I'm looking for your stories for my podcast. Though when I find those strangers who are willing to become new friends and be co-adventurers with me and tell their stories, a lot of times that's some of the very best part of the podcast that I've done thus far. So I thought to myself, what is it that keeps me from asking people for their stories? And I realized that I have something that's probably common to lots of people, and that is the fear of the word no. How many times do you say, I'm not going to try on this dress because it'll probably suck? No, I'm not going to go try this new restaurant. No, I'm not going to try to drive to this place. I don't know how to get there. No, I'm not going to go ask that girl out or that guy out. No, I'm not going to go say hello to someone who might become a good friend of mine. Well, I'm got a lot of no's in my life. I have a big fear of no. So maybe trying to make a podcast wasn't the best idea in the world from that point of view. Because I tell you, you don't put a podcast out and all of a sudden become super popular. And when you make a podcast that really isn't about anything except having adventures, not too many people are going onto iTunes and saying, hey, let me search for adventures every day. So it's hard for you guys to find me. Those that have, I'm really grateful. I'm really happy for your participation. So, but I'm kind of used to getting a lot of no's and I don't enjoy it. It doesn't feel good. But today, right out of the gate, I met this really nice guy at the foot of the hill and he gave me a nice interview. Then I turned, I did what I thought was turn off my recorder and we chatted some more and he told me some even better stories. And I even said, oh, it's too bad I'm not recording because your stories are so good. Guess what? 
the recorder was going for the second set of stories, but not for the first. And it was the first set of stories where I got the guy's name. So nice mystery man <laughs> from Whiting Woods. I'm so sorry I don't have your name. Thinking to myself, okay, Lori, don't let the guy go until you've double-checked that you've actually gotten the story on the recorder. There's a lesson for me. Next, I met Donna Libra and her beautiful dog, Bailey, and she was happy to tell me her stories. She was the ideal adventurer. She was full of enthusiasm, very positive person, loved telling me her story, so much so that she agreed to do the opener for our show. Thanks, Donna. But as I went up the path and we went on our way, I realized, wow, I should took a picture of her and Bailey because that would be a great featured photo for the show notes on this podcast. But I was too late. I had not gotten it. Then I also thought to myself, I know Donna's name is Libra, but I'm not sure if it's spelled like the zodiac sign or is it spelled L-I-B-R-E? And I didn't want to spell her name wrong in the show notes. And I'm thinking, darn, I should have taken my notebook out and written down her name. Oh, I'm telling myself, I suck at podcasting. It's hard for me to ask people for stories. And then when I get them, I forget their names. I forget to check my recordings. And then I forget to write down their name. But sometimes life is kind and gives you a second chance. So I came around the corner of the trail that I was going through the loop. And I saw Donna and Bailey again. Hi, Donna. I yelled. Hi, Lori, she said. She willingly agreed to let me have her take her photograph with her and Bailey and to write down her name so I could put in my show notes. So I guess my lesson is don't be scared of failure because as long as you learn something, you can make use of it the next time. And don't be scared of no because right after Donna, I got two no's in a row. So here my score is two yes, two no, and then I haven't seen anyone yet though I still can go down the hill and try. But if I hadn't asked at all, I wouldn't have met Donna. I wouldn't have met the really nice mystery man. I wouldn't have any of these stories for my podcast, and I wouldn't have learned this lesson, which I hope will make me a better podcaster in future. So have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. P.S. The minute I was done recording my main podcast segment today about not being scared of no, I ran into Carl, and Carl looked like a really serious hiker on his way to doing a great, big, serious hike. So my first instinct was to kind of smile at him, go down the hill, look for someone a little bit easier to approach. But no, darn it, I had just been giving you all a pep talk about how not to be scared of no, so I went up to the dude and said like, well, I'm doing this podcast about adventures. Would you mind sharing your hiking story with me? And guess what? Carl said, yes! So what a great gift for me and for us. Don't be scared of no. Sometimes the universe sends good stuff your way. Hi, what's your name? Uh, Carl. Hi, Carl. I see that you've been hiking for a while today. Yes, I'm just up here in Duke Magian. Yeah, it's this one of my favorite hiking places. How far have you been? Um, today I'm going to try to make the peak. That's impressive. I've, I hope I make it. <laughs> well, I think you will. It's a beautiful day out here. Are you normally hiking here? Is this a, a usual route for you? Yes, I come up here quite often. I go on under, uh, along the different paths and ridges, and I found that to be, uh, you know, spiritually and physically rewarding. That's what I was just saying, too, to the listeners, is that I like to come here and do my podcast because, one, I get good sound, but also I find it very uplifting and kind of like you know, spiritually peaceful and far from the traffic of L.A. <laughs> That's for sure. 
Agreed. <laughs> so I'm doing the, I'm getting people's hiking stories for my Thanksgiving episode. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? I do. And what kinds of things do you do on Thanksgiving? Well, this this uh, this this year, my uh, my parents and sister are coming over, and we're gonna try to mix it up a little bit. Maybe have some uh, salmon instead of turkey. I don't know, games, card games, etc. Well, that's kind of the thing. You know, the food is great, but I think the family and the friends are even more fun. Yeah, I think that's in a lot of people's minds. That's what makes it the favorite holiday, I think. There's nothing, no gifts to give, just food to eat and family to share. Oh, well, thank you so much for stopping on your long, long, and you guys who can't see this, where he's going up to the peak, that's a pretty radical hike. <laughs> so good luck to you. Thank you so much. Hi, Maureen. This is Maureen Palacios with my husband, George Palacios, and our dog, Paddington Palacios. And we're out on the Duke Majin Trail, me for the first time. And uh, George has been here many times, so this is our adventure. It might be a little bit too much for me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. How far are you going? Up? Uh, Maybe about 10 more minutes. More. Yeah. If you go just 10 more minutes, you'll hit a bench up there. Which is the end of Yes, that's where I, I sit often to do my podcast. I was just talking about that. So just go slow, go up there to the bench. But so this is your very first time. Do you come For here? Me. Do you yeah. come here often, Jorge? Uh, at least once a month. Uh, once a month, you're a hiker. So how did Jorge convince you to come today? Uh, well, it's just such a nice day, and we usually go, I take the dog for a walk in the park, which is right by our house. So he said, oh, let's go to Duke Majin. So I said, okay, I'll go for the first time, and it, it's a little bit different than the park. <laughs> I wasn't quite prepared for more of a hike versus, I guess I was thinking it was more of a park, but that's that's great. That's something to look forward to for uh, future. I know, uh, George, you've gone you know, into way in with Paddington, and so that's fun, but it seems, uh, it's just so beautiful and quiet. Uh, everybody I've talked to so far talks about the spiritual nature of coming here to the mountains, and you just feel kind of like the peace come over you, as well as the physical exercise. Yes, I uh, think you actually feel stronger looking down there, the, everything looks smaller. <laughs> That's right. You know what? That's a good trick. When you turn around and see how far you've come, you really feel like, yeah. I'm, I'm superwoman. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Marie, this is perfect that this is your first time because my whole podcast is meant to encourage people, especially baby boomers, hear me, you baby boomers out there, to try something new every day, to not get stuck in a rut, to just because some of us have been retired, some of us have empty nests, not me, but some people... Their lives have changed and they find themselves going to the same restaurant, they do the same things. So I want to spice it up and encourage everyone to get out there and try new things. Oh, good. So, yeah. so if someone's thinking, maybe I should go hiking, what would you say? I'd say go do it. It's beautiful. Stretch a little bit and make sure you have your water <laughs> and maybe not bring a coat. You know, at least right this very minute, we kind of, we, we noticed, in fact, I said to him, we noticed everybody is coming back. We're the only ones going up. So perhaps we should have gone a little bit earlier, but that's okay. It's still beautiful and nice and cool. It's really, the weather's good today for hiking. So this is for my Thanksgiving podcast. So I want to know, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Uh, Thanksgiving plans are dinner and then go for a hike <laughs> <laughs> see i usually go for the hike first because my husband's cooking but i think hiking is a great plan on yeah. thanksgiving 
especially if you have seconds on the pie. Yes, yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Well, it was very nice to meet you, and you too, Paddington. Thank you so much for telling me your stories. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanksgiving. Mom is actually down here celebrating Thanksgiving with Mark and I. But as you know, I have to record my podcast prior to today. So I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving. And in order to help you celebrate more, Mom is going to do her rendition of the Night of Thanksgiving. And since Mom is a former teacher, could you please say with Mark and me? No. <laughs> It drives me crazy when people use the wrong grammar. <laughs> this isn't Grammar Girl Podcast. This is Daily Adventure Tales. <laughs> okay, start over. No, I'm using this part. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Mom's rendition. She's done her visiting Mark and me. Merry Christmas. That's your gift. <laughs> it was the night of Thanksgiving, but I just couldn't sleep. I tried counting backwards. I tried counting sheep. The leftovers beckoned, the dark meat and white. But I fought the temptation with all of my might. Tossing and turning with anticipation, the thought of a snack became infatuation. So I raced to the kitchen, flung open the door, and gazed at the fridge full of goodies galore. I gobbled up turkey and buttered potatoes, stuffing with gravy, green beans, and tomatoes. I felt myself swelling so plump and so round, till all of a sudden I rose off the ground. I crashed through the ceiling, floating into the sky, with a mouthful of pudding and a handful of pie. But I managed to yell as I soared past the trees, happy eating to all. Pass the cranberries, please. Thanks, Mom. That was really neat. <laughs> I'll see you in a few days. Bye. Love you. I love you, too. I've got my arms stretched way out wide. No, you don't. I've got the video on. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Thank you for doing your poem. All right, all you turkey lovers and other folks. Now, some of my friends are vegan, so they're going to be having their tofurkey or other side dishes. But all holiday lovers out there i'm really happy that you spent your day with us and let's finish up by listening to american traditional turkey on the straw by shake that little foot have a great week and i'll talk to you next time
that's a wrap. For more information, visit dailyadventuretales.com.